Welcome once again to the E-Bone Zone, as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 375th time on this Friday, February 9th, 2024. I hope you'll enjoy this week's episode, The Rising Price of Life. hate high prices, and it seems like everything from gas to an Egg McMuffin is getting more expensive these days. One thing that won't surprise you, though, is coffee. We're all aware of this by this point. We're all used to it. From Starbucks to your local coffee shop, it's all expensive. There's not much we can do. Now, a popular chain, Dunkin' Donuts, is being sued for charging customers for wanting non-dairy milk in their drinks, with the plaintiff saying this charge is exclusionary. Let's go ahead and check this out, see how it stacks up. There are 10 plaintiffs in this case, and they're all lactose intolerant. So basically, that means that it's medically necessary for every one of them to avoid products that contain milk. That doesn't stop some people, though. You ask some lactose intolerant people that you run into, they'll drink milk as often as possible because, well, can you blame them? Milk tastes awesome. And you know what? I like that about them. They don't let a dietary restriction stop them. Is it dangerous? Absolutely. But they don't let it keep them down from living life. In the legal complaint, the plaintiff's attorney says, quote, being able to drink milk is a choice for some people, but not for others. Lactose intolerance is a disability under the Americans with Disabilities Act as amended. The plaintiffs are seeking no less than $5 million, and they've demanded a jury trial. Phew, my goodness, I've got to defer to you. What do you think of this? Leave a comment on Facebook and make your voice heard. I want to know about it. This week, I would like to continue a tradition that I hold very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Psalm. Psalm chapter 121, verse 2 says, My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. This verse is talking about help and the fact that help comes from the Lord. David is the writer of the psalm here, and he's talking about his help. He's talking about his help coming from the Lord. Let's take a look at his situation and find out what he needed help with. And to do that, we'll have to back up to Psalm chapter 120. We know that Psalm chapter 120 verse 1 says, In my distress I cried unto the Lord, and he heard me. Verse 2, Deliver my soul, O Lord, from lying lips and from a deceitful tongue. What shall be given unto thee, or what shall be done unto thee, thou false tongue? Sharp arrows of the mighty with coals of juniper, Woe is me that I sojourn in Meshech, that I dwell in the tents of Kedar. My soul hath long dwelt with him that hateth peace. And I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. And now we're at chapter 121, verse 1 says, I will lift mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. That's verse 2, that's where we stop for this week. So now we know the situation that David's in. We've taken a peek into what he's dealing with. One commentary on this verse says that the first part of this, Psalm 121, indicates that it's a belief that the help David needs would come from God. It's a confident and humble reliance on God, and I think that's what we all need. That's what we all need to have. We need to have the confidence that we know God is God, that we know that we are not, that we know 
he can help us in whatever it is in our financial situation, in our home life, in our relationship life, in our work life, whatever it is, God can help us. God can conquer all our enemies. God can lift us up. And we know that because he did that for David. He made a king out of a shepherd boy. So the first part of this verse, David is anxiously asking, where does his help come from? He's in a bind here. He doesn't know where he's going to turn. And then in Psalm 121, verse 2, he calms down a little bit and he says, my help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. So he's grounded. He's grounded in his faith still. Everything that's going on around him, yes, it's not good. Yes, it looks bleak, but he's still got the Lord with him. He's still got God's help to look forward to. He's still got God to lean on. And friend, we do too. No matter what's going on in your life, no matter what's going on in your family's life, no matter what's going on in your friend's life, you can encourage them and yourself by knowing that your help comes from God. Sometimes the internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. And that's why I've taken it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter to see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is the real secret to life. The first response, the real secret to life, pizza for breakfast. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't say that it's the secret to life, but it's definitely an option and a very good one at that. I've had pizza for breakfast many times, and every time I can't complain. You know, it's just awesome. The next response, the real secret to life, getting rid of negativity. I agree on that one. That's got to be one of them. You don't need all of that in your life anyway. It's clutter. It's just needless junk. Get rid of it. And the next response, the real secret to life, a strong cup of coffee in the morning. Every single morning. And if you do that, before you know it, you'll be one of those don't talk to me until I've had my coffee people. We've all met somebody like that. Everybody usually says it ironically, but you'll be so deep in it that you'll have forgotten what irony is. My advice, be careful. Be very, very careful with that. Also, I should warn you that it's not just weird, overplayed, cringy jokes that comes as a side effect of the territory of having a cup of coffee every morning when you wake up. But also, there's chronic irritability if you don't have one soon after you wake up in the morning. So, you've got to be careful with that. The next response, the real secret to life, obey your mom. Yeah, this one's just a real good piece of solid life advice, whether it comes from Twitter or not. Because as she always said when you were a kid, she brought you into this world and she can take you out. I don't know how old you are. I don't know what your situation with your mom is, but I'm a grown man, and I'll tell you for sure, even now, I'm not brave enough to test her on that claim. And the last response, the real secret to life, know when to keep your mouth shut. You know, this one's special. I like to say some of us are immune to slip-ups, and even sometimes I think I am, but chances are we've all made mistakes with our words. Lord knows I have. I want to ignore it, but I know I have, and sometimes it scares me how much, <laughs> how often that happens. We talked about high prices just a little bit ago, and right now is no different. A McDonald's at a rest stop in Connecticut is being slammed all over the internet for its, quote, 
outrageous pricing after a customer was charged more than $7 for an Egg McMuffin and nearly 6 for a side of hash browns. One customer took to Twitter, now known as X, to vent their frustration, saying, $7.29 for one McDonald's Egg McMuffin? What has the world come to? The photo that was attached showed the receipt informing the customer that he had just spent $14.58 on two Egg McMuffins. Also, the McMuffins weren't the only thing the Twitter user had an issue with. Apparently, that side of hash browns that we discussed was just about enough to put them over the edge as well. The user said the sandwiches were two for two recently, but after some research, you'd pretty quickly find out that McDonald's did away with that promotion in 2016. Of course, this is the internet after all, so somebody had a problem with what was said. They said that the user behind this account caused panic about the price, and another person warned them to never buy from a rest stop. So, at least one of them was helpful. As far as my own experience with prices go, it depends on what it is. I'm thrifty with some things, and I go all out on others, but some people in my family are a bit different. I can hear Papa complaining about the prices of fast food now. He'd still have bought something for me. I'd offer to pay because he was upset about the price, and he'd say, No, 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 put that up. I got it. He had a soft spot for his grandkids. That, and he knew whenever I wanted to go somewhere, he could go with me and get something to eat, too. He was something else. Never another like him, that's for sure. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. And if you want more from the podcast, visit the website, www.ebonezone.com. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember... Keep an ear out.